Well, back here with another edition of our Preps uh, Indie Star Preps Weekly uh, podcast, and we've got a special guest today, Matt Green, who has over 20 years of uh, coaching experience at the high school AAU uh, level, and uh, started out when he was a young man at uh, at North Central uh, in the in the basketball world. But uh, Matt, appreciate you uh, coming on with us today. Appreciate you having me on today, Kyle. Well, we're going to talk about some of the some of the top teams that. Uh, that Matt has seen and I, and, and specifically in, in sectional eight and sectional 10, I think those are, those are maybe the two best, probably not maybe <laughs> they're definitely the two, the two deepest uh, year in and year out. Uh, you know, I don't know how many, you know, and I think sectional 10 over the, and some of the, the teams change over time and they go to, you know, over the uh, reclass and, and it'll look different certainly in the next uh, iteration because right. the way things are going to be constructed, but you know, Matt, sectional 10 is always, it's always a, it's always just very, very tough and, and, and deep and, uh, and fun to cover. Basically a lot of teams who play a lot of the same styles are in that sectional together, but, you know, let's start with, uh, Lawrence North. I mean, you, you've had a chance to see them play. I've had a chance to see them, I think probably seven or eight times now this season. To me, they were the best team. They, they, you know, and I, maybe they still are, but, uh, they took a loss to, uh, you know, to Carmel the other night, a game that I covered, and they struggled to uh, get the ball in the basket. Actually, the past couple of games, but you've had a chance to see Lawrence North play. Uh, what are you? What are your impressions of the Wildcats right now? After uh, you know they, they dropped eighteen and one. You know, uh, I'm with you. I thought Lawrence North was the best team in the state. Uh, a couple of times I've seen them play, going out and winning the county uh, tournament championship was very impressive in the semifinal against North Central. Uh, and then went on to win it uh, in the championship game. Uh, but, you know, they seem to have all the pieces. Guard play is excellent for those guys. Uh, good perimeter, I mean, good interior players rebound the ball excellently. Uh, sometimes I thought they get out of control, you know, with the ball from time to time. You know, late in games, uh, uncharacteristic, uncharacteristically as when uh, Coach Kiefer was there, I thought that, Late in games, you almost knew if Lawrence North had a four or five point lead, it was going to be tough for you to to get the ball back and score. This year, it seems that has been Achilles' heel for Lawrence North late in games. They've let teams back in games when it seems like uh, they had it in hand. So interesting to see what happens down the stretch in Lawrence North. I know they got a big game with Fishers next week, so that could tell us a lot about about Lawrence North going into sections. Yeah, and that that'll be a game. I, I thought maybe both of those teams could be undefeated actually going into that game. Didn't didn't turn out that way. Fishers lost to the same Carmel team <laughs> that uh, that knocked off Lawrence North. So all of a sudden, Carmel's nine and nine, and you know, really, uh, I don't think anybody expected maybe uh, other than they other than them, you know, that that they'd win those two games back to back. Agree with you on Lawrence North. I still think, uh, yeah, when when uh, definitely when Kiefer was coaching, they'd they'd pull it out up uh, six or eight or whatever and and play kind of a four-corner style uh, and make it tough. Um, you know, we've seen that a couple times this year, especially the Attics game. Attics about came back and got them uh, right at the end of the game and ended up losing by one. Uh, and that's a team that uh, that they could see again down the road in, in the sectional as well. That I think matches up relatively well with them, all things considered. Uh, you've had a chance to see Attics too, right? Yes, saw Attics a couple different times. Uh, Attic scares me at times because, you know, they go out and they win the Hall of Fame. 
They're the city champs again this year. And then when they play someone that may not be up to their competition, they sometimes, you know, let those teams hang around. Uh, and that scares me, the inconsistency. But they still have went out and won big games. You know, they've been in they've been in uh, all their games. So Coach Hawkins always does a good job, gets those guys ready come tournament time. Uh, I just think we have to figure which Attic's team shows up on any given night. You know, Briscoe seems to take the challenge when he's going up against a top player in the state. Sometimes, you know, he takes it easy when uh, the competition isn't so tough. So I think that this Attic's team could play with anybody. It's just which Attic's team wants to show up on any given night. Yeah, and they played a – it's kind of a weird schedule because of their conference. They play some teams that aren't as good. They play some – and then they, they play really good teams. You know, they their two losses here recently are to Ben Davis and Brownsburg. But before that, they'd won, you know, several, I think, 10 games in a row, including the city championship. They beat Brownstown Central and Kokomo uh, in the Hall of Fame. You know, they they played that Lawrence North team within a point. Um, you know, Noblesville, a team that we touch on here in a minute, they lost two by five. So they've got a list of, uh, you know, right. of really good. Center Grove, who I saw last night, they beat them early. So they've got, a, they've got some good wins. Uh, on their schedule. And I agree, you know, Briscoe seems to play his best in the bigger games, which is great. Uh, but also, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, doesn't always maybe bring it fully against teams they, that they don't, you know, that, that maybe they overmatch a little bit. So, uh, but I think their guard play to me, you know, th- that's going to keep them in games. Right. You know, they, they have Mason Lewis, Ron Rutland, um, you know, Chris Hurt, you know, they, they've got guys who've been in big games. They can control pace. If they get a lead, they, uh, you know, th- that's an advantage for them as well. So uh, to me, I think they, they match up pretty well with the teams in the sectional. Um, and you've seen Cathedral as well, right, Matt? Yeah, I watched Cathedral in that championship game against Addicts. I was very impressed with coach uh, Coach's team over there at Cathedral. Uh, you know, he does a good job, uh, Delaney. And uh, it just was, you know, I think that they they uh, let addicts, you know, you know, get some key buckets in that in that game. But uh, I think Kohler, the big kid for uh, uh, Cathedral, can do a lot for those guys. Those young guards that were on varsity as freshmen and sophomore for him really are playing well, you know, as upperclassmen for uh, Coach Delaney, uh, and they're always well coached in executing their. Uh, offensive sets. I was really impressed with Cathedral's defense, uh, honestly, in that game against Attic. So uh, I think Cathedral's right there as another team that, you know, could, you know, beat anybody on any given night, you know, depending on maybe the matchup, depending on, you know, sectionals is a long week, you know, depending on the draw of sectionals. I I believe Coach Delaney could have his team right there in the championship game uh, like anyone else. Yeah, Cathedral have you know, they uh, they went up to Kokomo last week and got beat pretty badly uh, by uh, Flory Badunga and those guys. And Carson Rogers, who's been playing really well uh, for Kokomo. But, uh, man, they, they <laughs> their schedule upcoming, I mean, it's just, you know, not only played Kokomo, they got Fishers upcoming, Franklin Central, which, you know, made a run to the Marion County Finals. Then Ben Davis, you know, Louisville Mail and Trinity still on their schedule. So they, they're loaded up with uh, some really tough games upcoming here. Uh, yeah, Brady Kaler to me, I think he's uh, probably. I think that was sort of a little coming out party for him in the city, even though they lost. Is like, wow, I think I think we saw uh, what type of player he is and can be 
uh, moving forward. So, you know, very impressed with it. I thought highly of him anyway, but then after watching that, I was even more impressed. Uh, and then, uh, you know, they've got Kennedy who can really knock down threes. Uh, LeBron Goff, who's a, who's a good, like you mentioned, those younger guards. Again, if you have guards, you know, even though they're younger, they've got guys who can play at that position, which uh, you have to have, I think, uh, to make a tournament run. But, you know, a couple teams, too, that, that uh, you know well, uh, North Central, Warren Central, you know, it's kind of sleeper team. I don't know if sleeper is the right word, but they're capable teams also uh, yeah. on a given night in that sectional. North Central almost beat uh, Lawrence North uh, right after the county when they got beaten pretty badly. Mm-hmm. And you talk about guard play, Matt. I think I think that's a team that uh, that definitely has it as well. They just don't have much size. Exactly. Poppy Rivera, Jackson Bell, both two really good guards for North Central. Just that county experience itself to me kind of tells North Central's story to me. You know, one week you lose by 20 to Lawrence North, and the very next week yeah. you only lose by two. So I think North Central is capable. Uh, the Panthers always on the prowl, but consistency. You know, get beat by 20 one week, come back and lose by two. You know, North Central gets that consistency, and they show up every night. Uh, you know, they can play, they can win, you know, and like you said, guard play is a big, big deal when it comes to tournament time. And they do have two really good ones along with some other Nigel, Nigel. Uh, he's really good for them. Uh, Tim Williams is really good for them. So, mm-hmm. you know, they have some guys who can, who can, who can play. It's just which North central team kind of like uh, addicts, you know, wants to show up that night, you know, because they're capable. Yeah, I've been impressed uh, recently seeing Tim Williams. I think he adds another, uh, you know, toughness level at that guard spot for him. You know, it's funny, uh, Poppy Rivera. I talked to him a little bit for the for the YouTube uh, video, and uh, I remember him running around there. And he was—I don't even know how old he was, maybe three or four—making <laughs> shots. That yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever made as many shots in that gym as as Poppy. Uh, going back to uh, just shooting around at halftime and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> But uh, pretty, and then Warren Central, Matt. I don't know. Have you had a chance to see them play this year? I, not, I have not seen Warren this year, but I know Warren pretty well. Last year, I coached over at Warren Central, so I know him pretty well. Chris Byers taking over. Uh, different, different philosophy, probably getting used to new coaching staff. Uh, but you know, they still are capable team going out there and giving anybody a, a you know a, a tough game. I'm not sure exactly you know what what coach Byers is trying to do with them this year because I haven't seen them personally play this year but I do know that there is talent over at Warren and uh you know given the right circumstance Warren Central can put up a a tough competition for anybody yeah I thought they were starting to come around and and you could see kind of the seeds of his uh philosophy kind of you know you could see it's kind of starting to bear some fruit. And then uh, they've kind of been on a little bit of a tough stretch here. Uh, losses to Lawrence Central and North Central and, and Franklin uh, in the last uh, five games. So they're only two and three in their last five games. And they lost to Franklin Central in the uh, in the county uh, semifinals, which that was kind of a golden opportunity for them also. I thought that they kind of let get away. And Franklin Central took it, you know, to their credit. Yeah. Um, in that game, but uh, but yeah, I, they're they're sort of a team. You can see what they're going to be. Uh, I think in the future, I don't know if they can put together a full week in the sectional or not. You know, Javon Guess, I like uh, he he his body looks a lot better. You know, he just tough inside uh, player for them. 
uh, you know, Kirby at the guard spot, he, he's sort of a wild guard. He can hit, hit he can shoot you uh, into game. You know, he can hit some threes. And, and then, of course, Jackson, uh, you know, does a good job, too. Uh, he can he can get hot. So they've got some guys for sure. Yeah, yeah, they definitely do. And like you said, I'm with you, Kyle. I don't know if they could they could win sectionals, but they could, uh, you know, maybe knock out somebody that we don't think, you know, they should beat in sectionals. So, you know, they're going to be a tough out. Yeah, and then Tech also has been uh, playing a little bit better, probably better than people thought, 11-7 and seven on the year, but they have not beat any. They're 0-3 against the other uh, sectional team. So, again, hard to see them making a run all the way. But I th- they're another team I think that could – could give people some trouble and then Lawrence central you know i know you haven't seen them yet uh this season matt but they're uh they're also a team that's been playing better you know like i said they beat beat warren beat north central um i saw them early in the year they beat uh, franklin central and uh and then saw them uh, uh lose to chesterton but in, in a close game uh, phil washington coaching there now they're they're playing uh you know probably a little bit more up tempo uh, than they have in the past but uh Again, another team, you know, I would put in the same mix there. I actually, um, you know, think they're, you know, they're as good as some of these teams, just, you know, doing it consistently. Uh, you know, what are they going to get out of, uh, you know, inside, you know, players? They don't have a, a ton of size at this point. Uh, but, again, pretty good guard play. You know, Albert Gooden uh, the third is there as, as, you know, obviously the lineage of uh, his grandpa who coached there and just a tough, tough kid. And then uh, – you know they they've got some other guys too. Uh, Bryson Luter, who plays quarterback for them, and you know on the football team. So they've got some guys who can uh, who can make it tough. Yeah, yeah. No, I know Phil Washington always does a good job. So I'm uh, excited to see Lawrence Central play. I haven't got a chance to see him play this year, but I know that uh, he's been over there on that staff and he knows what he's got to work with, and it's going to do a good job. Without knowing, uh, Lawrence North will host that sectional. Uh, looking ahead, but. You know, without knowing the draw or anything, Matt, who do you kind of like out of that group, that group of seven? Uh, right now, I have to go with Lawrence North. I mean, you, I, I'm a big guy on consistency. Lawrence North consistently has won this year. Only losses to Carmel. Uh, and, you know, they're Marion County champs. Uh, so I, I just believe that until somebody uh, proves me otherwise in this section right now, they look the strongest uh for the for that sectional win i don't know if there's any team out there that's like ben davis last year i I don't think there's anybody even even before um fishers and ellen lost a game i I didn't think anyone was going to go undefeated uh all the way to the state finals i just don't see that this year i think lawrence north might be the the closest potentially because you know Xavier Robinson, who's a who's a division, you know, power five or what? What is it now? Power four, I guess. You know the the whatever. The- <laughs> right, <laughs> we're changing every uh, other year. <laughs> changing quickly, but whatever that designation is, he's definitely that uh, has tons of D one offers. Uh, uh, Kobe Bowles, another real physical guard that that Ellen has, and then the the difference to me this year is they have the the front court uh, that that uh, yeah. that maybe they didn't have last year. With Brennan Miller, who's who looks like a different kid altogether. You know, he's just stronger. He, he rebounds like crazy. And then Kai McGrew, who came in from uh, Colorado, who, you know, he's another sophomore at six foot eight. You know, and he's he's a really good rebounder. He can score. Um, so you got some some uh, size. You know, that they didn't have last year. And I think if if uh, if they can put it all together, you know, they're they're probably the closest to that Ben Davis team. 
I'm not saying they are that, but they're a team I think that can definitely win, you know, can put together several wins to you know in a row. Kyle, the other thing I look for is uh is in teams along with the consistency consistency is their ability to play different styles. And Lawrence North has that ability. You know, they can run up run up and down the floor with anybody, uh, but also can slow it down and, and take their time and get the baskets that they need to. And then the other third key for me is defense. With those guards, Bowles and Robinson out there, I mean, they're hounding people. And then when they added Big McGrew and Miller on that back end, now they have some people back there protecting the rim. And uh, they just they just look the part, and they've showed it with their record. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a Lawrence North believer. Yeah, now we'll see how they uh, come back from, uh, you know, that loss to Carmel. They did beat Fort Wayne Northside, who's a little bit uh, – uh, I wouldn't say down there. I mean, they're 12 and seven uh, They're but a little bit lesser of a team. They did beat them handily on Saturday afternoon, but now they have Ben Davis uh, coming up uh, Friday night. And that's basically for the Mick uh, title. You know, the mix obviously different now with just six teams, but if they can win that, that'll put them in position to win the Mick. Uh, and uh, they still have Pike left to play, but Pike's a little bit down this year. So, you know, in pretty good position. But Ben Davis also, Matt, and I don't know if you've seen them this year. I had a chance to see him play his Saturday. Uh, they're obviously not in that same sectional. But, you know, after watching them, I'm I'm kind of, uh, you know, they're not the same team necessarily at all because they don't have uh, Zane inside and they don't have uh, Sheridan Sharp playing point guard. Uh, but they have some of the same guys that, that were on that team last year, including K.J. Windham, you know, uh, Mark Zachary. You know, Mark White. So they've got guys who played uh, in big games. And uh, I kind of like that, you know, out of that team. And, and honestly, KJ Windham, after the game, he's he said, uh, We're still the best team in the state. <laughs> so right, right. You know, they, they have the confidence uh, for sure. Uh, but I, you know, and they have, a pretty, they have a pretty good route to get there, too. Yeah. You're, I mean, it goes back to what you're saying anytime you have good guard play. Those are three guys that, you know, were in the wars last year, came out state champs. And, uh, you know, gone through some adversity and they're right back to, you know, like, hey, guys, don't forget about us. We're still here. I mean, when you're starting off with Mark Zachary as your point guard, uh, absolute dog on defense. <laughs> you know, I would hate hate for him guarding me, <laughs> you know, and then he still can score it on the other end. You know, super athletic, you know, guard. Uh, and then K.J. Wyndham fills it up. You know, don't let him get hot. You know, he reminds me of uh, I had I was on the the wrong end in my first year at Warren uh, about two or three years ago when uh, CJ Gunn got hot, oh, yeah. on, and uh, hit a you know about six six seven threes, and that just to me is how KJ Wyndham is. At any point in time, he can just get hot and it just go off on you. Uh, and his body looks better this year to me. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, like he's he's filled out a little bit, a little stronger, and then. Uh, White is just the ultimate competitor to me. He's going to get after it, you know, on both ends of the court. So when you have those three guys out there, I mean, you're you're in you're in the you're you're giving yourself a chance, and they have that state championship pedigree. So I'm looking forward to see what Ben Davis can do too. How much do you do you put in as as a, a guy who's coached? I mean, they do have a different um, you know coaching situation this year with Don uh, Carlisle. He'll he'll he's planning he'll be back next uh, season, but right now Corey Taylor is the interim coach and he was on the staff, but it's sort of a different, uh, feel, you know, it's, it's, and I'm not saying 
and they aren't they aren't just as talented either. I mean, obviously you lose right. some of those some of those guys. So not putting that on Corey Taylor's uh, uh, back uh, that they're not undefeated or something. But there is a difference, right? I mean, when you go from from one coach to the other, even if he was on staff. Oh yeah, you know, difference in approaches to different things, uh, most definitely. The one thing I will say is they have had a season to be underneath him. So at this juncture in the season, you know, we're getting to the to uh, the final games of the season, that stuff should be worked out. Now, different scenarios that may pop up that he hasn't had to deal with, you know, along this year come tournament time may be different. You know, Carlisle had those guys, you know, for – I remember Zane and those guys playing like JV and Varsity as freshmen. Right. So, you know, so they had been through – been with Carlisle for a while and knew, knew how he approached things. With Taylor, may be a little bit different, you know. They would have to get used to him in a short period of time going into, you know, uh, uh, one week of three or four games in it. You know, how do we approach that? You know, so it'd be interesting to see how Taylor handles that. And they're 14 and four right now. Their sectional is definitely, uh, you know, it's not easy, but they're playing at Southport this year in the sectional. Franklin Central's in that group, which actually beat Ben Davis in the in the county. So I'm sure the Flashes will have their attention uh, if they do meet again. And then you have some some teams that are uh, dangerous. I think even Pike at five and twelve is always you know any Pike Ben Davis game that could go any any way. Yeah. <laughs> you just never know. Uh, Decatur Central's nine and seven. Uh, Casey Berry's a thousand point guy. Uh, Malachi Cunningham's a good player, so they've got some talent. Uh, Southport's been a little bit uh, you know surprisingly you know seven and ten. I think there wasn't much expected out of them. I wouldn't expect them to win the sectional or anything, but. Uh, they've been pretty good. And then Ron Colley has, uh, you know, they're 10 and eight right now and they've, they've got some guys too. So, but I still think uh, Ben Davis pretty clearly um, the best team. And then Franklin Central probably a pretty strong case is the second best team. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the other thing I, I wonder about with Ben Davis is with coach Taylor is, you know, let's say we, we agree Ben Davis is the favorite going into that, that sectional. If they get down early, how does he deal with that? You know, that scenario, you know, we're not playing well. How do I get my team to get out of this funk they may be in early in a game or even a close game down the stretch? You know, what what calls does he make? So, you know, that that plays into the part of what you were saying. You know, Carlisle not being there where we've got a, a new guy. How does he settle, settle the troops down and, uh, you know, and come out with a victory in, in some of those types of games? And they do have, uh, you know, the staff is largely intact, uh, so I think that helps. But you do have some, uh, you know, like Mark Zachary's playing point guard now, in which he wasn't – he was playing off the ball last year mostly. He did handle it some, obviously. But, you know, K.J. Wyndham kind of going from, you know, sort of being the next option down to being the main option, you know, which he, I know he likes that. But he, he uh, you know, he and he played well in it. Just different roles, you know. Exactly. And, and uh, Tavion Williams, I was impressed with him. He played well uh, Saturday. He's stepping into that big man role, and and they've always done a good job developing their big guys uh, under Carlisle. So he's the next one in line. So uh, you know, like that team. You know, let's let's uh, change gears here uh, to sectional eight a little bit, Matt. I know you've seen some of these teams. Uh, Fishers has probably been better. You know, they lose Jalen Harrelson, and all of a sudden they're uh, number one in the state. You know, <laughs> and it's kind of weird. I mean. You, not like, you know, Harrelson was a very unselfish, you know, uh, you know, assist guy, um, you know, scored, obviously, um, you know, a real good player, all around good player. I think part part of this is just you have guys who are 
better than they were last year on this yeah. team, such as Keenan Garner. But uh, what are your thoughts on this Fishers team at being 18 and one? Are you surprised by this? So, you know, going into watching that uh, Fishers Westfield game, knowing that Fishers had just gotten beat by Carmel, uh, you know, and then Carmel goes and, like you said, beat, beat both Fishers and Lawrence North, you know, in a short period of time, that, that was pretty impressive. But, you know, I was interested to see how Fishers was going to bounce back, you know, with another top five opponent, you know, to play. The thing that impressed me the most about that game is Fishers' ability to have multiple ball handlers. You know, Garner being able to handle the ball and their athleticism and quickness to me bothered uh, Westfield. When uh, John Anthony Hall was guarding Buchanan, it was it was a, a matchup that I watched a lot because now he's having to guard, go up against a really athletic kid who can stay with him. And uh, and it seemed like it was tough for Buchanan at times with that matchup. And then the also the other matchup with Book and Garner. And I think they also put Morton on him, you know, on the defensive end. Uh, and I thought that Garner was able to take advantage of the strength he had against Morton down low on the offensive end, but give Book trouble uh, on the defensive end because of his quickness. He just couldn't seem to make his moves as easily as he has probably in the past against other guys. So I thought the matchups were just in Fisher's, uh, you know, uh, four Fishers in that game. But I was really impressed with the young guys, uh, Cooper Zachary, Jason Garden Jr. Jr. Uh, comes off the bench and gives them a, a good spark. But Westfield, uh, you know, being a rivalry game, uh, they were right there. I thought that it was key going into, I think it's going into the third quarter. Uh, Westfield is up by four, tries to go and score a layup inside, running down the clock, misses, and Fisher scores on the other end on a breakout with uh, at the at the buzzer to close it to a two point game, and then I think they both scored maybe four or five points in the fourth quarter. I think it was seven to Fisher's five for Westfield. So you know, really came down to the end, but you know, Fisher's was able to pull it out. It was impressive, and then I was impressed with after that victory, they go the next day and go up to Illinois and beat the number one team in Illinois. So it just showed me, hey, you know, every team has a bump in the road, you know. Uh, theirs happened to be Carmel, but they were able to respond with two big time wins. Yeah, I, I was trying to stream that game as I was uh, covering the Carmel LN game. And I was that fourth quarter, I thought I missed something because no one scored for like four <laughs> <Right>. minutes. It's <laughs> like, what? I, I was a glitch or something because those teams normally uh, are pretty high scoring teams, or at least Fishers has been. Westfield more of a defensive team, but yeah. uh, obviously can't score. What, what were your thoughts? Uh, on Westfield because I have seen them a, a few times too. They're a little bit, um, you know, they, they play through book a lot, but uh, Buchanan, um, you know, he does a lot for them too. They've got two guys who do a lot of scoring and then some role, role guys that have definitely gotten better. Um, they've maybe been a little bit better, I think too, than, you know, 15 and two right now uh, with some really good wins uh, under their belt, maybe a little better than people expected. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect that Westfield was going to be this good. Uh, and then as the season progresses, I just keep hearing about, you know, how good Westfield's record was. So I was excited to watch them play. Buchanan, uh, not Braden Smith, but re reminds me a lot how they use Braden Smith. Controls, you know, almost everything they do. Book was a different addition that I don't think Braden Smith had while he was there. So, you know, playing through him, he made nice post moves. Like I said, I think Garner was just, just as strong and quicker than him that made – 
gave him trouble, you know, that I think he normally finishes some of those moves. But he was on the boards, got a lot of offensive rebounds in that game, especially early in that game. Uh, but when you got two guys, you can depend on to, you know, you can play through either one of them, and then the other guys know their roles uh, and play those to a high level. You know, Westfield is dangerous. You mm-hmm. know, they, they, they're a very dangerous team. And like you said, Kyle, the other thing, they play defense. Yeah. You know, I just thought the Fishers-Westfield was a bad matchup for Westfield at times. You know, different different players. And I think Fishers allowed Westfield to get in, get control of the game in the third by putting some lineups out there that didn't fit them still having the advantage. And that gave Westfield an opportunity to take, you know, control of that game in the third quarter. But then as once uh, Fishers went to their natural lineups, I thought, you know, now we got the the advantage again and Fishers took advantage. Yeah, they just have a lot of guys. Like you mentioned John Anthony uh, Hall. He's, a, you know, just a very – kind of similar like Mark Zachary where he's a football recruit, but uh, but he's just – he's another guy. Like I wouldn't want him guarding me or trying to guard him because uh, he – Reminds me of Patrick Eaton. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, uh, good pull there. Um, you know, physical, um, you know, plays off the ball, which is probably better, you know, uh, for his role right now. And, and then uh, he just, a, he's a transition, uh, just yeah. can do all kinds of things in transition. If there was a high school basketball dunk contest, I think he would be right in the uh, middle of that. <laughs> um, Jason Gardner Jr., I know you know that, that name, that name, uh, carries a lot of weight in this, uh, in this state, in this city, obviously. Uh, what are your thoughts on young uh, freshman Jason Gardner Jr.? Yeah, I remember I was over at North Central the year his dad uh, took the job, and uh, he was always around the gym, always shooting. You know, uh, we were always messing with him. Uh, but to see the way that uh, his body has built up, you know, just being a freshman. You know, I was impressed with that. And then he's just sometimes he's just too fast for his own self. <laughs> I mean, he is super lightning fast like his dad was with the basketball stops on a dime. Uh, but the the thing that impressed me the most is uh, him and his uh, him, his willingness to play defense, mm-hmm. knowing that it's just not at this stage, his offensive game that they're relying on heavily. But for him to get minutes. He's he's out there and he's 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 causing havoc on the defensive end, getting out in transition, getting easy buckets in. I mean, it's going to be hard for most people to stay in front of him on the offensive end. So I just think as he grows and and learns the game and just stays with it, he's going to be really good. Yeah, I think he he seems like he's a he's a super kid too. So uh, looking forward to seeing what he does uh, in the future and uh, running down the have you have you seen any of the other. Uh, Noblesville sectional teams, uh, Matt, or, or? Uh, I saw Carmel in the um, Paul Logan holiday oh, yeah. of North Central. Uh, I think they were playing against Trinity, was it, out of Louisville? And, then, uh, uh, and uh, you know, they didn't look bad. They looked a little bit um, not as athletic as that, but Coach Osborne was over there coaching them and uh, – the big kid, I was impressed with the big kid. They seem to work through him a lot. I can't think of what his name is. Uh, is it Harold or something like that? Yeah, Evan Harold. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. They were going working through him a lot, and you could tell that they that uh, they had a, a game plan in mind. They knew what they were doing. They just had not. Osborne probably just has not 
did not at that time have them exactly where he wanted them to be. They were still kind of filling out their roles and stuff. But they were right there in the ball game. I don't remember who ended up winning that ball game, but uh, they lost that one. But they did beat Evansville Harrison in that okay. uh, tournament as well. Okay, so but I could tell, you know, hey, I didn't know what their record was at the time either. So you know, uh, to be nine and nine, he probably got off to a slow start. Now those guys are you know peaking at the right time. So you know, Coach Osborne team, he's been in the state finals plenty of times. He he knows what he's doing, and they're going to be a tough outcome tournament time. Yeah, they're. Uh, they're definitely younger, uh, and even at that time, I think they were three and seven after that weekend, right. and uh, which is very unusual. But you know, I did talk to him after that. Uh, I think it was a Harrison game actually, and he said, you know, hey, I don't really care what our record is, which I think is partly not true, but but I get what he's <laughs> I get what he's saying. Uh, you know, it's more about kind of the the journey to get where you want to be rather than rather than winning all these games early, which of course you want to, but, right. uh, but I think that's the right uh, message for that team. And now they're, they're kind of reaping the benefits of growing together. And, you know, Alex Kudo has, has just been really uh, uh, turned into a really tough uh, shooter for them and a, and just a good player, you know, and then Ryan Clevenger is their point guard, kind of a, probably that prototype Carmel point guard who's just tough, doesn't really, maybe not pop off the page or, you know, but just tough kid who's not going to turn it over that much and uh, take care. And then if I had some other kids like Harold, who I think is going to be a really good player, you know, these next couple of years who he probably has the most upside, obviously of anybody on that team. And, you know, he's starting to get it. I think Gansell and he had 13 points and seven rebounds and, uh, you know, played, played, uh, played tough. You know, I thought he played really well in that game. So, you know, and then they've got other, you know, it's just some pieces that kind of fit together pretty well. Uh, so all of a sudden they're nine to nine. I think they're a better team than that, you know, and they're almost ranked now. So that's pretty unusual for a nine to nine team to be in the top 10. I think they were 12th uh, this yep, week. I don't see that. Yeah. So just interesting how, you know, they've kind of sometimes stuff, Matt, just clicks and seems like it's clicking right now. And I mean, Coach Osborne added Todd Howard on staff. I saw uh, along with Walt Morris, longtime coach. I mean, the brain trust over there is 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 you know tops in the state, and you know they're just going to get it going. They know what it takes. They know how to go scout. You know, take away uh, what you're good at. So, you know, I I wouldn't want to play them first round of <laughs> sectionals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one's going to want to see that. But then in that sectional, it's like, uh, who else do you want really want to play? Exactly. You know. And, uh, <laughs> You know, HSE is a team we probably haven't talked uh, or I have, you know, feel like I'm kind of been, uh, you know, negligent, you know, talking about HSE because they've been they've been tough this year. And, you know, Donovan Hamilton for them going to Purdue to play football, another football kid. Uh, they're 13 and six. You know, they've only you know, they have they're one and three against other teams in the sectional, but they played Fishers close. They, you know, Westfield, they struggled with. They couldn't score much in that game, but then they almost beat Noblesville at Noblesville. Uh, lost in double overtime. So, again, that kind of speaks to, you know, how tough the sectional is. And speaking of Noblesville, I know you haven't seen them yet in person. I have, and I'm not sure, you know, I was talking to, uh, uh, I was actually out at Zionsville last night to uh, cover the Center Grove game. And, you know, a lot of people talking about Noblesville is maybe maybe they're the, the favorite because they get to host it. They host the sectional. They've got a lot of experience. They're the defending sectional champions. Uh, Aaron Fine is back. Uh, he's been seems like he's been there for eight years. You know, playing point guard for them. You know, so they've got a lot of guys. Uh, Justin Curry, who's who's still young, but 
is going to be a Division One, you know, Power Five player uh, in the future. And again, a team that uh, uh, you know I think's got a real chance. They lost both to Noblesville and uh, Fisher, so uh, those are their only two losses. They're seventeen and two, but both those games were close. And uh, you know, again, you know, it's really a three hit. You, you look at those three teams that have been up in the rankings all year long. Fishers, Noblesville, and Westfield, but then, you know, HSE, Carmel, and all, honestly, Zionsville, you know, to me, I've seen them twice in the last four days, and they're they're 10 and 10, but they're very dangerous because they have two juniors who uh, can score on about anybody. They're long and, and uh, 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 able to to score in a, in a variety of ways in McGuire Mitchell and uh, Drew Snively, so they don't have much else scoring to go on with those two but uh again a really tough six team sectional a lot of times matt i don't know what what do you think as far as like when you're sitting there looking at the sectional draw what are you hoping for as a coach do you want to play early or do you, would you rather play late it kind of depended on our team for that year you know there was times that uh we'd sit there and we're like man we could use the buy you know get an extra day of preparation to see exactly you know how they played against uh uh, their first round game. And, uh, you know, everyone, uh, no one wants to go uh, as we have in sexual 10 or sexual eight when North central used to be out there in uh, sexual eight. And I was coaching at North central. Nobody liked the matchup of the top two top five teams playing the first game. You right. know, it's, was it going to be packed? Yes. Was the, the, the hoopla going to be there? Yes. But it's like, man, and, and normally, Kyle, as you know, all these teams have seen each other probably at some point in time of the year. They've played each other. So, uh, But the one thing that stood out to me, uh, always in sectional, is how the different head coaches handle uh, their teams in sectionals, uh, how they get them prepared for sectionals. And just certain teams you just knew, hey, uh, I don't care what the regular season looked like, hey, it's money time with this coach and he knows how to get this done, you know? So mm -hmm. anytime I remember when I was at cathedral coach with Andy Fagan and uh, Lawrence North was not having the best of years. And we ended up playing them in the sectional championship game. Uh, and you already knew, Hey, they may not have been having a great year this year, but they going to show up tonight. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff Beaver, he's used to being in a championship game, so he ain't planning on losing this thing. So, uh, but you know, so I'm always excited about these two sections because of just the hit coaches that are involved in them. Uh, they know how to get the job done. And, you know, that's what I look 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 for now at this point in time, you know, uh, that aspect of it. Well, it's good to break these down. We're, uh, we'll get we'll do it again when we get uh, maybe after the sectional draw comes out and uh, kind of break this down a little bit further, see who got the uh, the better draws, the worst draws, and maybe – delve outside of these two as well and kind of look at because uh, there's other teams out there I think kind of we touched on Ben Davis but there's other teams out there you know that sectional uh, with uh, you know the, the Terre Haute schools Brownsburg Plainfield and Avon that that let that one looks really interesting to me I don't know if there's even a favorite necessarily in that one so uh, there's yeah. a lot to uh, there's a lot to look at you know and also the one with uh, Greenfield Central uh, who's undefeated and and the last undefeated team uh, they're out there with New Pal and Anderson, and you've got all kinds of uh, Mount Vernon, which I think is capable. Uh, so you've got some good ones there. Richmond, you know, <laughs> so, you know, there's other good sectionals. During the uh, Paul Logan, I also saw Lake Central. They look very impressive, mm -hmm. those two wins. And I know they've, they've stumbled a little bit here at the end, uh, but they were undefeated going into that 
that uh tournament so you know up north in the region uh, you know i was i did get to see those guys play and they look pretty good yeah i agree valpo is up there as well they're they're having a, a, a they have a kid named jack smiley who's a really good player smiley, yes he is really yeah. good player. <laughs> he's tough um uh, and then chesterton i don't you know we could go on and on i mean tyler right. Parrish, i think is about i think he's an indian all-star in my opinion uh but uh we'll see about that but uh, but just there's there we could we could go on and on all day right. but uh let, let's uh Let's do this again. I appreciate we we broke down uh, sectional eight, sectional ten teams mostly today. But uh, again, Matt Green, uh, thanks for uh, coming on with me, and uh, we'll do it again. Yes, sir. I appreciate it.